Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, you wonderful wonders. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight we're talking about pregnancy, we're talking about sex, and we're talking about masturbation. That's right. Well, how do you start a sentence with pregnancy and end it with masturbation other than making it really taboo? Well, we're going to see what we can change on that front tonight. Um, I'm really excited to be talking to you guys today about this topic. And before we dive right in like the superstars that we are, um, I thought I'd just give you guys a little information about me. So, I love working with bodies, and when I say that, it's like I work with bodies in many different ways. I work with them on the physical, I work with them on the energetic, I work with them even using scalar waves. I I work with bodies in the most fun and interesting ways that I am aware of to date. And if more fun and interesting things show up, I will choose them too. So um, actually this past weekend I was at a wellness fair and it was a lot of fun. It's, it was a lot of fun for me uh, to be in a space where some people know me and some people have never met me. And like, you know, a lot of the vendors were people that I was familiar with. But even those people were starting to come up to me and uh, become more aware of of the work I do for so long. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff I, I've been doing um I guess and I thought I wasn't hiding because I've been doing you know I've been doing this radio show for 3 years I've been um uh, attending uh these health and wellness shows for 10 years now um and more actually I was doing a few before that uh in the capacity as a reader um and and it's just now so 10 years and 20 years of of actually being in um, the health and wellness arena and 10 years of really actively promoting myself as a practitioner um, and a facilitator, it's it's really interesting to see that I'm just now starting to be seen by people and starting to actually be um, acknowledged as like, uh, as not necessarily part of a, the you know, team of with my mom because I do work with my mom, but a lot of people just think, oh, she's the girl who answers the phone sometimes. Or they, uh, we had people come that I've known for nine years that didn't even realize uh, that I actually do body work because they never looked at the information and they never actually saw it. So it's interesting what we hide from ourselves. It's interesting what uh, we are hiding so people can't find us. So. Um, just saying, it's kind. Of, it was a very, it was a very eye-opening um, weekend for me to get to really see how much I'm now being seen that I was 
hiding or not willing to allow people to see. Um, and I was also aware that I, I could speak with a confidence that I maybe didn't present so much before. So people didn't realize that I actually knew what I was talking about. And, you know, I have to say that a lot of that comes down to doing this radio show for three years has given me a lot of confidence uh, about talking about things like in very, sometimes very taboo things, sometimes things that, you know, I might not have had any experience in, but I can get the energy of and so I can speak to that. And so for me, getting the confidence to actually we speak in public, you know, right now I'm speaking to the public through this system, this, you know, radio station. So I got this medium called the radio station that I'm speaking through. And um, it has definitely changed. And funny, like I'm hidden, you guys can't see me. But it's funny about how much this um, this show has actually changed my willingness to be visible. So for those of you listening to this and you're wondering why am I talking about that, I just would really like to invite you to ask the question, like, are you willing to be visible? And if you are, would you like to join our team? Would you like to join our team of hosts? Would it be fun to have your own radio show and see what that can create for your life and see what it changes, not just for your, you know, a lot of people will go, will it increase my business? Well, yes, absolutely it can. And and what other areas of your life does it change that you might not have even considered, right? So just putting it out there, um, we love having new hosts join our our station. And, I, you know, I, I like... You know, I would like to be able to come on the radio and have be like surrounded by amazing people, um, you know, where I can like stay up all night long. It'd be so fun to have like producers on 24 hours a day with us. I'd love that. So what can we do to create something that's just so freaking outrageous that we're just on live with you guys 24 hours a day? So how fun would that? I think that'd be so fun. 24 hours a day, total consciousness all the time. And um, so, yes, so I know what it's I know what it's creating for me. And I know that there's so many of you listening that are people that actually do hide. They kind of you hide in your lives and you hide you hide from yourself even. Right. And um, hiding your own capacities from yourself. And one of my capacities that I hid from myself was actually my capacity with um with conversations with sex, conversations about bodies and sensuality and sexuality, and I, I hid that from myself, and I, and I realized too, today I had this fabulous awareness. I was working on my sister-in-law, who for the longest time, like she never really wanted me to work on her. And so today I had offered her uh, to come in for a session. I was gifting her a present for her birthday, and she was like, "Oh, wow." That was very generous of you. And yes, it is very generous of me, so I'll acknowledge that. And so she came in for a session, and I could tell by my niece's reaction to me that she was like, wow, auntie, like, you're dif- like you're different. Like, you're you're showing up. Like, I could see in her eyes, like, she was like, something different about you. I hadn't seen her for a few months, and I could I could see in her, and, and she's 10 years old, and she when they were leaving she she came and snuggled me um and 
uh, she was just kind of standing there, and I started working on her back just through t- through touch uh, and doing some stuff that I, I do on bodies with movement. And I started doing a little bit on her shoulders and her back, and she just melted, and she's like, oh, Auntie, I like, I want to come back for this. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're so cute. You could have this any time. You just ask. You just ask, and you can just show up, and you can have more fun you know, more fun playing with me, right? <laughs> so, so um, it was very cute because, you know, even here are family members of mine who now um, are seeing me, but I'm also willing to show up way more of me too. So I wasn't, you know, before around maybe my niece and my sister-in-law, um, I really didn't want to offend them and offend their beliefs or I didn't want to offend them. I really was trying very hard to not offend them. And in not offending them, I actually was holding back like 95% of me. Um, And today, just the crazy shit that was spilling out of my mouth was hilarious. Um, Somehow we got on a conversation, which was so funny to hear my sister-in-law say something about dick pics, because I've never actually heard her say the word dick ever. And she said something about dick pics, and I'm like, yeah, I probably have over 100 in my stash of pics that have that people have sent me over the last few years, um, along with vulva pics, too. Like, I have a couple from women, and I have a whole slew for men. Um, and I said that to her, and she was like, oh, my God, don't tell your brother. He'll be so sad and mortified. And But she was laughing, and it was so funny to actually, like, have that vulnerability with her. Mind you, we didn't get into any conversations like masturbation because I don't know if I'll ever have a conversation like masturbation with her. So it'd be really funny if she's listening <laughs> into the show tonight. Anything is possible. Um, so it was very fun to just be aware of me and aware of my body and aware of my willingness to be vulnerable and my willingness to show up and even be completely ridiculously me the whole time. So... Uh, if you aren't willing to be crazy, ridiculously you all the whole time, and you would like to have more of that or choose into that, there are so many ways to do that. There are, you know, for me, access consciousness has gifted me an amazing set of tools to actually be more of me, um, along with a lot of other things that I've been choosing. That, though, has definitely been a fabulous um, springboard for me to create more of my life. So, for those of you who are like, I want what she's having. I want to be like on crack like she is and have more fun and be crazy. Um, go to the Access Consciousness website. There are classes around the world, everywhere in the world. Um, and if they aren't in your country, which is rare that they're not, um, chances are you can invite somebody to your country and you can have classes there. There are you know, certified facilitators and all kinds of people around the world that uh, would be willing to contribute to consciousness and more consciousness. Um, I do have my own class coming up this Saturday in my own home, my very first bars class in my own home. I usually facilitate out of other places and different cities, out of um, all kinds of other places. And I have this will be my very first bars class out of my home. I have done a faceless class out of my home, so very excited about that um and so welcome to anybody who would like to come on up to marmara ontario and come play with me in my forest 45 acres and have some fun um 
and and there's other classes coming up too if you are looking for more if you've already taken like a bars class and you'd like more just uh go on the site find more classes there are foundation classes in toronto um my friend christine mckiver has one coming up and there are body classes my friend juna has one go- coming up in i think windsor ontario lots of great things going on in the world so check it out uh if you'd like to be a little more of you or a lot more of you and you just need some tools to have that show up. Holy cows, I can't believe I just spoke for 12 and a half minutes about silliness. So let's get into this awesome topic, um, masturbation. Masturbation. Do you remember last week? Were you listening to last week's show with me? Masturbation last week. Well, we talked about what that actually meant. And masturbation has a completely different meaning than what uh, what I ever thought. You know, I thought masturbation was where you uh, basically, you know, it. I thought that I really thought that the definition was going to come up that it has to do with touching, just, you know, um, stimulating or touching yourself. But the real, the etymology of it is actually sort of different and it actually doesn't have anything to do with pleasure at all. So what it what it really has to do with um it comes from a bunch of different words which was you know most of these English words come from Latin words. So the one of the first and earliest um variations of it was a combination of French and Latin words meaning, um, I'll kind of give you the gist of it, meaning to basically disturb, that's the word, the Latin word, turbare, that's in masturbation, T-U-R-B, that's turbare, means to disturb or confuse. And manstuprare, which, or manu, meaning hands, and stupare, meaning defile, so to defile oneself by confusing and disturbing the body. Uh, actually had nothing to do with touching your genitals it has it had none of none of it actually related to genitals itself um although one meaning kind of says it might have because the word masdo but that isn't really master masdo means penis which is funny cuz that would mean that women don't masturbate right if it can only relate possibly to a penis uh, then women don't masturbate. I don't know what we do, but I swear I do. Um, and the other thing is that um, if we are doing it, we're defiling our bodies. So that was a very fun conversation last week. If you didn't listen to it, please go back and listen to um, the show about uh, masturbation and independence. And I can't remember what the old, the other part of it was, but I really, I actually really enjoyed my uh, conversation with the energies myself and Keisha <laughs> in the chat room on that. So, um, so we're going to actually head to break, and when we come back, I'm really going to dive into this topic of pregnancy, masturbation, and sex when we come back from this break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight the topic is masturbation, sex, and pregnancy. So for those of you out there who have, you know, had, uh, you know, had pregnant bodies, um, you might have noticed, you know, for me personally, when I was pregnant, I got really, 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 really horny. Like, I don't even know how many times I can say really on that. I probably could have had a full-time job masturbating. I'm pretty sure I could have. I was like masturbating before breakfast, after breakfast, before lunch, after lunch, before supper. I was like non-fucking-stop. And and it was like my body was so like charged up and like requ- it was like it was like a requirement the way some people require water. And I was like, wow, I've, you know, like, you know, masturbate or die. And so I was like on a rampage. Um, it was funny because simultaneously the person that uh, had, you know, uh, cooperated in impregnating me, um, we'll say cooperation and impregnation. I don't know how else to put it. We created a baby. Okay. So it was like a total masturbation marathon. Um, what was going on too was that um, the the person at the time, he had like no interest in having sex with me at all. From like the day I got pregnant till I was about eight and a half months. Well, my daughter was born three weeks early. So I was about 37 weeks in, but it was about 35 weeks in. So it was about two weeks before she was born. Um, he He actually just, uh, I guess he kind of surrendered. Like he was like willing to have sex with me. He was totally not turned on by my pregnant body, which like I was confused by because I was so turned on by it, which is really funny with having people kind of, and they haven't in the last month, so my body's changing, but um, it was one of the times where I felt my most radically sexual, alive self. 
Um, so it's interesting. It was interesting to me too when I would have people in the last couple of years say that I look pregnant. I'm like, first I was like, what the hell? You think I'm fat? But I was like, what was pregnancy for me? Like, was it fun? Was it enjoyable? But I really got like that was the time where I felt most sexually radically alive. My my sexual energy was so freaking high. Um, it was like, whoa, and it was. And it was so experimentally fun with me. Like masturbating and the different stages of pregnancy and masturbation were so fun to me. Um, Like at the beginning, I was aware I was pregnant the moment that I got pregnant. Like I literally, um, you know, copulation, copulation, six and a half minutes later, roll over, look at the clock. Oh, yeah, that was six and a half minutes. It's 10, 12 on the clock. Okay, I'm pregnant. Okay. Wake up. It was the morning. It was like a morning sex thing. And I, it was like, yeah, 10, 12 in the morning on a Thursday morning uh, in in uh, June, one year that I got pregnant. So um, I knew I knew the incident happened. I don't remember the date, but I remember the incident happened. So when I went off to get midwives and they were asking me when I got pregnant, I said, this day at this time. And they're like, you can't be that accurate. I'm like, yes, I can. I know when it happened. And they were trying to base it on my cycles. They're like, well, you know, your cycles can't be every 40 days or 38 days. I'm like, well, they are. They're like every four to five weeks, something like that. And they're like, no, but they can't. I'm like, but they are. So I know my body and that's how they show up. And so but they, they don't have a chart based on my crazy cycle. So they were going on their cycle and when I should be ovulating and when I should have gotten pregnant so their prediction of my pregnancy time was right off. And I'm like, no, I, I know when I got pregnant. And I know how often I was having sex with this person, which wasn't very often. So I could tell you to the minute that that, that was when it happened. And I knew I knew the incident because it was such a different energy that came in. Um, and I'm not the only person that's ever said that. I've I've heard other people say they were fully, completely aware of when they got pregnant as well. So... I could tell you from that time on, for the first two months, um, I didn't feel as ramped up sexually. I I did. I I actually felt probably more people would have called rage. I felt really freaking as I was really angry. Like everything pissed me off. Um, So, uh, and I was horny, but I was really so-called angry. But I know I... Looking back now and having the information I have now, I wasn't actually angry. I was really being potent. And what I was aware of is that I was, I in my unconscious mind was creating these scenarios to attempt to change um, the relationship I was in. Um, It was only exacerbating issues because it was looking like I was angry. And I was just like, will you just go away? Will you just go away? I'll just have this baby. Just go away. Um, just needed your sperm, you can leave now, thank you. But that didn't really, it took a while for him to actually leave. So, but I do remember like this, probably around this 12, 13 week phase, something like that, like so around this three and a half month phase, my body started to kick in, uh, like my hormones started to change, right? So with this hormone changes, and some people get less and less horny over time. I got increasingly horny as the days went by and so my daughter was born on a Monday morning at 11 a.m. 11:10 a.m. on a Monday, 
March 24th. And I can tell you that on Sunday, March 23rd, which was Easter Sunday that year, 2008, uh, so 10 p.m., 10.30 p.m., around yeah, 10 or 10.30 p.m. on uh, Sunday, March 23rd, massive storm going on outside, and I was really turned on by the snow. I was, like, looking at the snow, and I was really enjoying it. Um, in the room by myself, masturbating like a fucking queen. And and the orgasms were awesome. When when your uterus is like up to your your freaking rib cage and you're having orgasms, you can't help but have full orgasms because they're your whole uterus is like doing stuff. Your vagina's doing stuff, and you can feel it everywhere in your body. It's really cool. And so it just excites me thinking about it. It's almost worth getting pregnant to experience it again. So so for those of you out there who are like, I don't know if I should masturbate when I'm pregnant. Well, there are some warnings. They do say that if you are somebody who's prone to Braxton Hicks um, contractions, so those are like what they go, they're not real contractions, but um they say, like, possibly to not engage in a lot of um, masturbation so that you're not confusing your body, like, so you're not confused by is this an orgasm or this is or is this a contraction because they do feel um, pretty identical. If, you know, if you allow your body to receive the intensity of the contraction, it can be really orgasmic, actually. So... It's no wonder some people would confuse the orgasm and the and the contraction um for labor and and what's what right and who cares because what if you just enjoy it all um I don't know where or when it was decided that birth was painful. That's a whole other conversation, but pregnancy and masturbation there there aren't a lot of warnings about it. They tell you that you can have sex during pregnancy. So in theory, if you can have sex during pregnancy, why not masturbate, right? Now, if they're assuming that most women who are having vaginal sex are not having orgasms, and so they approve, they're like, eh, you can have sex during uh, you know, pregnancy because they're looking at the guy going, you don't give her an orgasm anyway, so that won't affect things. I mean, if that's what they're coming away with, then maybe I get where they're saying that they're different. Um most people I know when they masturbate will masturbate till they climax until they have until they build the energy of orgasm and climax most people i I guess there are some people who don't they're just you know they're having the build up and they don't actually have the climax so that's cool doesn't matter um but yeah, it's not consistent with intercourse and and um you know copulation to actually give you an orgasm or That might be the theory behind that. I didn't. I didn't delve too deep into. Uh, actually, I didn't really do any research at all tonight. So I'm going with my awareness on this, and I am aware of the contraction thing. So what I'm thinking, like for me personally, what it did for me was um, like masturbation during pregnancy gave my body. So the the contraction, um, like the physical contraction of orgasm. Um, 
and then all, just created a different sensation. And it was so interesting. So like I was saying, it was very different from day one to like having a full, full grown baby inside it. Like your, so your whole body is having this orgasm. You know, your vagina's got the contractions going on. Your uterus is having an experience with. And for me, it was almost like I could, it was almost like my, my body was hugging the baby. Right? It was like hugging the fetus and it was so cool. Like I could sense like different parts would like go in more, like where maybe, um, the fetus's body was you know um crunched in or and like you could and and she would get active like i didn't know she was a she at the time i was like the babe and and i could like sense all these different things like how my body was reacting to the baby's body and it was so funny I, and I do, and um, like in in the chat room, I wonder what it was like for my daughter too. And so it's funny because it becomes such a weird zone. Like you're masturbating with your child in the room. Well, yeah, my child's inside me, so what the heck? I'm sharing my orgasm with my child. And I get that might be pissing some of you off right now because I had some people think that I'm really fucked up. But you know what? It's my body, and I was taking care of it, and it was either that or go mental um, because I was so freaking horny. Um, so if there is some dude out there that's deciding to judge my choice, go for it. And would you wait nine months masturbate? Probably not. So I, you know, for me, it was like an incredible generative sharing. Absolutely, Keisha. That's a great way to put it. And, um, and, and I had, and it was the most fascinating like fantasies that my body would bring to my awareness during that time too um like a lot of things that i'd been hiding from myself were coming to surface um so it was interesting i mean like i had never in my life masturbated with another woman in in the room and i didn't even know that i had a woman in my body i didn't know if i had a girl or a boy and and i wasn't sure but i was having like i you know, lesbian fantasies for me were huge during pregnancy. It's like I probably would have slept on with every woman on the planet if one of them had walked into my arena and offered it up. Because all, like, all women were so sexy to me, way sexier than men when I was pregnant. And I was like, wow, I wonder how many other women um, are denying that or not admitting it or hiding that from themselves. And there were other fantasies, too, that I was, like, not really willing to... Before, they would kind of come up as an energy in my awareness, and I would try and, like, push them away or squash them away. And then my body wouldn't actually... My body would take way longer to, to climax. And I would, you know, oh, oh, God, I can't think of that. That's just too fucking weird. And the energy would come up again, and I was like, no, don't think of that. That's too fucking weird. And I didn't have tools at the time to go, who's that belong to you? Return it to sender and be space and all this stuff. So all these lesbian fantasies are coming up. So when Ziva was born, I was like, oh, wow, I wonder if she's going to choose to be a lesbian. Because all these lesbian fantasies came up. It was quite funny. And so my body was, you know, not only was it like, I mean, all these hormones were like, Wah! and it was so attracted to like female form and to, to everything about the sensuousness of women. Uh, it was just like, and, 
that never actually like after that it I it was like the floodgates opened and then I couldn't like look back and go yeah I'm not I'm not interested in women I'm interested in actually all bodies I love bodies I'm not put off by uh, women or put off by men I'm just like wow your body is uh, scrumptious and so but it really took me being pregnant to actually fully acknowledge that to myself. I didn't fully acknowledge it publicly probably till I started this radio show, to be honest. I was just like, didn't really want to admit a lot of stuff. So this has been such a contribution uh, for me to kind of like uh, really, you know, vulnerable with myself and share that with the world. So when we come, we're actually going to go to break now. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about sex and masturbation and pregnancy after this break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. And I'm your host, Melita Yelenich. And today we're talking about pregnancy, sex, and masturbation. What a combination. You know, there is a lot of stuff out there that, you know, there's taboo around uh, pregnancy and masturbation. 
I'm not sure where or why that started, and I don't really care, but I'd like to change that. I'd like to have women to be able to know there is choice and they don't have to judge themselves for what their body is asking for. Men, too. I'm just talking about pregnancy in this case. So if your body is asking for that, um, I did take a second during break to check into this just to see what information I am giving you, and I just wanted to check on uh, toy-related stuff. So if you're somebody who does masturbate with vibrators they say that that's um that's fine to do but to discontinue it if you have your water break early or if you've had um you know a little bleeding or something going on so you know which is probably what your body's awareness would tell you to do right so um also to to stop use of toys if you're at high risk for premature labor or you have a low lying placenta so that's all good information to have i didn't really consider that because I don't know that I had those issues or if I had them I wasn't aware that that was an issue so so they do say that there are reasons to abstain from sex during pregnancy and one of them is if you're having signs of preterm labor or if you have a history of preterm labor with previous pregnancies or if you've been diagnosed with placenta previa uh, or an incompetent cervix I have to look up placenta, placenta previa. I think uh, I think that's when your placenta is not consistent or unhealthy. I'll have to check that though. So, or if you've been experiencing vaginal bleeding. So, those are basically the only reasons why they're asking you to uh, abstain, which is all uh, very normal. And I do know that my midwives did talk to me about that. They didn't ask me if I masturbated. They just gave me information about that and they asked to uh closer to the to term that like you know if if uh it was like at the thirty ninth week to kind of abstain um because the orgasms can bring on early birth, and I was so adorable and cute, thinking, well, I don't really get orga- i didn't at the time I wasn't really getting orgasms during sex, so um and they didn't know what was about the orgasms because they didn't say that necessarily. They just said to abstain from sex. So I thought it was more about the penis penetration. So I was like, well, I can masturbate then. But it was actually to do with the or- the orgasms and the climaxing. So if they could get all midwives out there, if you're listening, if you could get a little clear on that with your peeps, that would be helpful. Maybe some of you are. It's about the climax, not about the penile penetration. Um, you know, I suppose if the cervix is opening and, you know, the baby is starting to crown and you're having sex then and the guy, is, you know, the penis is in there, I think that's officially when you're fucked in the head. I think that's that's officially when that happens. All right. So, not that nonsense. But if you are choosing to copulate, ask your body for one um, if it would like copulation, if it would like toys, um, masturbation. I'm a huge hand uh, masturbator. That's my my uh, modus operandi when it comes to masturbation. And it's my more favored tool is my own hand and body. But... Um, for those of you who favor toys, that's totally cool. And if you are, you know, because your hormones are changing during pregnancy a lot too, if you find that you're drier than usual, just remember to use lubes and try and use ones that are, you know, more unscented kind of stuff, especially anyway in your vagina. Try and use the unscented 
lubes. Um, there are lots of different kinds out there. I would highly recommend more of like a water-based or one that's like silicone-based for um, if you are using uh, certain things like toys. So yeah, just some things to to be aware of just so that you, you don't get too dry and you don't get rips, which can cause some infections. You don't really need the infections when you're pregnant. So you don't really need the infections anytime. So Keeping your vag lubed is a good idea when you're when you're going for penetration and you're going for masturbation. Just a little heads up, FYI. Yeah, let's keep that bacterium balanced and keep the cuts and infections out of there. That's great. So I, I am aware that there are also people who um, during pregnancy, uh, I do know of somebody who during pregnancy. Uh, her partner wasn't interested in vaginal sex at all, and it was anal sex all the way. Now, I didn't, like I was saying, I didn't go for uh, a lot of great research. I just kind of Google searched for a second while we were on break. Um, and I didn't check out anything on anal sex and pregnancy. But what I'm aware of, so with anal sex, and a lot of times if you're going from behind as the position, because you can have anal sex in all kinds of positions, peeps, just so you know. But if you are doing the one that's pretty standard that we're mostly aware of where you're, you know, bent over, um, then penetration from behind can often lead to G-spot orgasms because of the area um, that the penis is kind of like poking up against when it's you know, going when it's going in the anus and going on an angle downwards, it can often be um, pressing on the G spot. So that can, you know, that those are some big contractions for a lot of people. And if it is G spot and fluid, it can be confusing uh, for you. Possibly, you might be confused. Like, did your water break, or did you have, you know, did you squirt? Um, so if you are normally a squirter, then you might know the difference. But if you've never squirted before, uh, yeah, just be aware of it. And just, you know, I would say mostly observe your body for like a good two hours after that and notice if there are more contractions. Uh, like, for example, if you have an orgasm, like a G-spot orgasm, and then and then it fades and you don't have any response for a few hours, chances are you probably just had a G-spot orgasm. I haven't actually done any, re- I might check that out on the next break, but haven't done any research on whether um, during, if you can G-spot orgasm during um, pregnancy or whether it affects something else. I would think that you can because it's not like it's coming, it's not like it's coming from, the uterus, uh, or yeah, it's not like it's coming from the the sack the baby's floating around in, right? So very interesting. What a strange conversation I'm leading myself into. So anal sex, yep, it's possible. Um, just like anal sex at any time, make sure that's lubricated, and definitely keep um, keep it to the anus and don't be putting the penis into the vagina after just so you're not cross-contaminating. You don't need any fecal matter in there with the babe. I know this might sound really practical and sensible and and of course, but believe it or not, this isn't an of course for a lot of people. This is not even something that a lot of people consider that you don't, you know, stick something in a vagina and then stick it, stick something, sorry, in an anus and then stick it in a vagina 
It doesn't go in that order. The order goes mouth, vagina, anus. So if you're having sex, just know there is an order to uh, cleanliness and prevention. Uh, you know, you can go with mouth, and even then, you can wash it off. So in case you have bacteria in your mouth, they're not going into the vagina. Sticking anything into your vagina while you're pregnant is totally cool. Just, like, try and have it as clean as possible so you're not spreading infections to the baby. I don't care if you kill yourself. I'm just more concerned about the baby right now. So, because, you know, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you're immune from STDs. You can still get them, and you can still get infections from things like, you know, oral bacterias or anal bacterias, or God knows, you could probably even spread pinworm from your butt to your vagina if you really wanted to. Ah, that's disgusting, but possible. I know it's possible. So, um, I'm going to actually check out what the doctors have to say about um, anal sex and pregnancy. So, we're going to head off to commercial break, and I'm going to check that out and let you guys know what they've got to say on that topic when we come back from this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. And so I did a little research on this break about pregnancy and anal sex. Well, first I typed in anal sex and pregnancy, and that was hilarious because it was like, 
just like in regular sex, if the semen can, the semen seeps out of the anus and into the vagina. And I was like, okay, that was the wrong information. So what I did find out though was that um, it is, it is um, like I was saying, the order is definitely go vagina anus, not anus vagina. And I'm so glad that you know. I said it, and that's true. Okay, cool. But we knew that already. Um, one of the things is that because it can actually cause bacterial vaginosis, and bacterial vaginosis, they're saying in this article, has actually been linked with miscarriage. So definitely, if you're going to have anal sex, do not stick it in the vagina after unless you've thoroughly washed. Thoroughly, by thoroughly, I mean around all the cracks and crevices, boys. And you know even as a as a woman you wash as well too so it's not maybe maybe there was a little anal leakage and you don't need it dripping and seeping into your vagina either so just uh real practical information there also this particular um doctor is saying that if you have hemorrhoids for example uh, or as english like to call them piles anal sex can aggravate piles uh anyway so it can actually cause um, a lot of bleeding, and it can be dangerous for you or the baby. So if you have hemorrhoids, I would think if you have hemorrhoids, I'm not sure why you'd be sticking a penis in your vagina and your anus anyway. If you have hemorrhoids, I'm just wondering, because um, really big hemorrhoids, and man, that happens during pregnancy, because I swear I had one that was like, it looked like the face of Kim Jong-il coming out of my butt. Uh, it was big. It was a big one. And um, it's, you know, calm down, thank Jeebus. But that happens, right? So if having had that, I don't know that I would really want a penis going in there, which it might have also been a bit of a deterrent to have. Well, I just say it was like that big, but it was probably really the size of like a peanut. But that's still huge, uh, a huge interference in your bum hole near walking around with this thing like a really like the size of a peanut hanging out uncomfortable man so uh that could have been a bit of a turn off for the person i was with at the time maybe looking at hemorrhoids from behind ain't sexy i don't know i probably wouldn't have a point of view if i was the dude being offered some sex with a woman pregnant or not and she had a hemorrhoid i'd probably just do her because that's the kind of thing to do that is what we do for people and we do for our friends and that that would be the nice thing to do um so or you know or you can be mean and not give her the action so also you can get little cuts in your anus and a lot of people have them um so you know that's something to consider if if you have a hard time pooping like if you're having constipation which is also common in pregnancy then the straining to poo can result in those cuts and it can also result in, you know, a lot of uh, fissures and uh, all kinds of stuff. So, again, not such a good plan for anal sex uh, during pregnancy. And if you have a low-lying placenta, which is called placenta previa, um, anal sex can cause trauma to the placenta if it covers all or part of your cervix, it can also result in heavy bleeding. So all good things to know about. You or your partner, uh, also if you or your partner have an STD, uh, well, I would think that's a given. But I'm so glad they mentioned it because 
I, there's something funny about pregnancy and sex. It's like people think they're superheroes. It's like, well, I'm pregnant already, so I can't get pregnant. That doesn't mean you can't get an STD. I hate to tell you, pregnancy and STDs. As much as we sometimes joke about our children being STIs or STDs, um, not the same. Okay, so now we know you don't get pregnant. You know, if you are pregnant, you don't get pregnant again. But if you are pregnant, you can get an STD. If you have an STD, check about getting pregnant. Okay, that's kind of an order that we're going to go on. And so anal sex, that's one option to kind of look at um, and be really clean about. And again, the order oral, vaginal, anal. Now we know. Um, and so naturally it would be like, so what about oral sex? Can we do oral sex during um, during pregnancy? And yes, yes, you can. Um, and your hormones are different and your body may smell different to you as well. So really, um, you know, if you have points of view about that, you can use uh, the clearing statement from Access Consciousness and you can clear some stuff on that out of your brain you can, you know, do whatever works for you. You can have reassurance. You can smell your own crotch and see if it's all good for you um, and just have no point of view about it. But again, your body does, the smells of your body do change. Your pheromones change too. So if your partner is kind of turned off by you, that doesn't mean they're going to turn off, be turned off by you forever. It just means like your body has changed and your pheromones change. So you, their reaction to your body may also change. So try not to take that personally. Um, and if you are enjoying your own body, just keep on enjoying it. And again, just like if you are using um, vibrators, keep them clean, definitely. Um, don't be double dipping them or anything like that. So wash them off, especially with um, washing them off with the special toy cleaners that are available. If you don't know where to find those, you can check them out on pureromance.com if you're in America slash Melitza Jelinek or pureromance.ca slash Melitza Jelinek if you're in um, Canada. So I, that, those are my affiliated links for um, a sex choice site where you can get cleaning uh, agents and also you can get lube too that's unscented on those sites. So check those out if you'd like. And that would be fun and fun for me. And uh, what else have I got to tell you guys? Oh, I have one minute left. And I wanted to tell you that my friend Catherine McIntosh is going to be in Toronto for a fabulous class called uh, "Getting oh, Creating, Creating Your Life Out of Judgment. Basically, what it used to be called is the No Judgment Diet. So basically, living your life with less and less judgment and getting out of it for your business, your body, and how to create your life beyond that. So creating your life beyond judgment. Very excited for that coming November 23rd to 25th. So I look forward to speaking with you guys next week here on The Pleasure Zone. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.